Hanyaks. Welcome back to another edition of the Rambling Viking Podcast, bringing you this week's first dose of weird. If you haven't noticed, yesterday was a little bit more serious, talking about some culture and some uh, trending news, whatever you want to call it, and uh, got another one to come on this Thursday. We'll follow up to that little preview, a little sneak peek. I'll give you the title right here, What If Kyle Rittenhouse Was Black? And that'll be coming up Thursday. It's not what we're talking about today. That will be a follow-up episode to the Rittenhouse recap. Um, you know, like to kind of mix it up. We've got to talk about some serious topics sometimes. But if you can't tell, I'm still stopped up like Long Beach Port over here. Just backed up for days, years, decades, centuries. Just snot out from everywhere. You know what's incredible? How much snot a nose can create when sinuses are infected like this. It is just absolutely impressive. And you take the Dayquil shots. Speaking of, I'm overdue for my latest one. Got to keep it consistent, right? Kicking the, kicking the crap out of my nose. Um, as in evicting the crap out of my nose. But I hope you guys, hope your Thanksgiving was PDFG. Mine was. It was a busy, crazy weekend, as I'm sure everyone's was. But hopefully you were able to enjoy some time with the family. It wasn't too stressful. Uh, you know, that's kind of the almost oxymoronic side of it, a paradoxical side of it is like Thanksgiving, a time to sit down, give thanks, look back at, you know, the pilgrims being able to uh, peacefully uh, get together and interact with the Indians and come together for a great feast celebrating that and uh, basically, you know, counting your blessings. And it's a time to be spent with family, yet we find ourselves rushing around, uh, getting stressed out, being worried about stepping on people's toes, getting in fights because political conversations come into the... And this year especially, I saw more than ever, you know, the unvaccinated... Uh, should you require vaccination um, to attend Thanksgiving? Should you do this or that? You uninvite a guest. Is it proper to do all this? Looking for all this advice on what to do. The advice is... If you're worried about it, make sure you're vaccinated. And if someone is not vaccinated, well, guess what? That's them taking their lives in their own hands. You are protected. That's what we learned about all this. And I, like I said, I'm not going to get serious today. So, uh, and lighthearted news, though, definitely uh, check out the latest headline. So, this spring, we've got, because you heard about you heard about Omicron, right? Well now, now what do we have basically with COVID? We've got we've got ourselves a Greek life, a fraternity and or sorority, uh, the COVID of the COVID nineteen sense. That's right, you heard it here first. This spring, coming this spring to a college near you, a frat house, a sorority specifically for the unvaccinated, those people who love them some COVID, right? The non mask wearing, unvaccinated. Uh, hooligans who want to group together and just be super spreaders. Uh, you've got the COVID-19 frat house, the COVID-19 sorority house. Uh, they go by Al Alpha Delta Omicron. Um, so yeah, check it out. I'm thinking about rushing. You should too. But we got Alpha Delta Omicron. It's going to be great. Um, lots of, you know, no masks, vaccinations, actually not allowed. If you're vaccinated, you're not allowed in this house. Fun fact. So, because uh, we know college campuses, a lot of them are requiring vaccinations, vaccination status, masks. And so we needed a safe space for the unvaccinated, 
those people that want to kill grandma, right? Well, they can go and enjoy themselves and kill their grandmas uh, inside their frat house, their sorority house. So it, it's going to be one of each. You know, normally you don't have a joint house like that. You know, it's a, they are all different letters. But this one, in, in our day and age where, of equity with men and women, it, we, we wanted to really make sure that it was clear. And so I mean, with the Omicron variant, there we go. We've got it. It's rounded out. And it's been a long time coming, and uh, next year, who knows, we may add another letter, and I know typically it's only three Greek letters, but we've got uh, four, you know, variants, variants that keep coming, so um, more, more, more Greek life on the COVID front to come, but yeah, Al- Rush, Alpha, Delta, Omicron, I'm, I'm seriously, I, you know, I'll kind of be a late member, a non-traditional route, if you will, but I'm considering it, you should too, I think it's a great time. Uh, I mean, you just no no care in the world, right? They have they have actually ventilators all around the house for anyone uh, who might need that. Uh, you know, as a part of initiation, you uh, you you have to do a week's worth of ivermectin and uh, not not the human stuff, the horse stuff, but you actually have to um, use that for a week and survive and not overdose and end up in the emergency room, uh, taking up beds and uh, for where they should have real victims, you know, gunshot victims and stuff like that. So yeah, Alpha Delta Omicron, uh, I'm excited. You should be excited too. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be rush COVID-19 come this spring. Oh man, we're going to have shirts. We're going to have mugs. We're going to have awesome parties. It's going to be absolutely great. I mean, come on, who, what better place, right, for, for the unvaccinated, the others, the lepers of society than Alpha Delta Omicron. So, anyways, that was a fun little joke that I thought of when I heard about this Omicron variant. I was like, Omicron? And I was like, wait a minute, we have Alpha, which is the first, is COVID-19. We have Delta, and I was like, we have a Greek, we, we have a frat house right here, folks. We now have a frat house worth of COVID. Um... And I'm sure it's only going to grow, but I thought it was really funny. I hope you think it's funny too. Uh, if not, too bad. It's hilarious. So uh, you obviously, you obviously, that mRNA vaccine, you're probably vaccinated, and that mRNA probably adjusted your humor sensitivity, and it's your gauge is a little bit off right now. So you're laughing at things like, "Oh, so and so just died." Ah, ha, 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 ha. And you need to get that checked out because, you know, that vaccine, it's uh, it's microchips from 5G from Bill Gates that they're installing in you. OK, they're going to track you. They're inserting microchips. I mean, don't don't think about your phone, your Apple Watch, your computer, Google, YouTube, all the social face, well, meta, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, they don't track you. They don't they don't they don't listen in your Alexas, your smart TVs. Nobody's listening. Nobody's watching. It's that microchip in that vaccine that you should be worried about. All right. Now, the real question is, will this episode get fact checked? Uh, Not that I make money off this podcast anyways, but demonetized or flat out removed for misinformation, because I think here's the problem. I've got another great story, another great two stories coming up, and both of these subjects could make a great, great title. So I don't know where I landed on this, but uh, I, I really, really want it to 
hope it doesn't get take, taken down. So if you're still listening to this, um, congratulations. Good on you if it, if it actually managed to show up. But don't forget Rush, Alpha Delta, Omicron, which Omicron, what a – where do they come up with this? Like, okay, I get Delta because it's change and you use that in math. But then Omicron, I, I got no idea. Well, because, you know, it's racist now to use country of origin. Can't say South African variant. Couldn't say India variant. Can't say China virus. Um, but we got a China virus with an India variant and now a South African variant that we should be deeply worried about. Except not. I'm, I'm over it. The pandemic is over, folks. It's over, folks. But, but, but the legacy is not, right? You could be on the ground level. Alpha Delta Omicron, be one of the first founding members in, in 100 years to look back on that house. Well, in 100 years, that house will be dead because, you know, it's a bunch of unvaccinated people and they're not going to make it. Uh, in the next 10 years, especially if COVID sticks around, you know, we all know they're going to die horrible, horrible deaths, um, COVID related deaths, um, you know, car accidents, uh, motorcycle accidents, plane crashes, heart attacks, cancer. Um, but it's all going to be due to COVID-19 because they didn't wear their masks. They didn't get their vaccine um, and they were just super spreader events. They they didn't take care of themselves very well at all. So, oh, oh also this uh, this house. um Fish tanks are banned because um, we all know about the fish tank, the hydroxychloroquine fish tank cleaner poisoning, and we stand in solidarity with that husband who was killed. So RIP to him. That was straight up murder. Anyways, uh, moving on to different subjects. Uh, Cookie Day happened this last weekend over Thanksgiving, and you should be excited because I decided for the first time um, on this, my, my family's holiday of cookie day, I decided to try and document it. Now, who knows how good of a job I did. I got enough content to make a video. So another upcoming video. I know I said I had supposedly have that Carvana one and that one's whatever, but this one I'm really excited about. Cookie day video should be a ton of fun. If you're going cookie day, what, what's cookie day? So let me learn you something, right? My family has a trade, a tradition, goodness, a tradition called cookie day started mm, about 33 years ago with my mom and my aunt making Christmas cookies because my grandma on my dad's side would always, um, the kids would go see Santa and she would bake all different kinds of Christmas cookies come Christmas. And they, my mom, my aunt would, you know, wanted to do that or they wanted, they want to do that for their families. And they decided it's a lot of work. What if we come together and do it? And now it is a, we have Thanksgiving, we have Christmas and we have cookie day. And honestly, the one that is most popular and most people will bend over backwards to make is cookie day. And I'm not mad about it. Super cool family tradition, but we're saying, okay, that's whatever. You know, lots of families get together and bake Christmas cookies. Yeah, but most families do not probably bake more than 500. We, on average, bake 2,000. This year, we baked 3,758 to be exact. And it was wild. You might say, wow, so, so what do you make? Just cookies the size of a... A pea, and this year, begrudgingly, we made some. We made a batch too small. We got thirteen hundred of the cookies with these pepper nuts, and they were most of them were way too small. But cut that number in half, let's say, or even cut it down, cut it, cut it down by seven hundred. And you know where we're at? We're still at three thousand cookies, and we don't we make them for the most part normal size. Uh, maybe maybe just slightly undersized, but it's not like we're just, it's not just a numbers game, but it's a gr- long time tradition. Everyone loves it. It's between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Usually this recently, it's been that weekend right after Thanksgiving, ton of fun. We all get together at my aunt's house and bake them. 
Um, follow my personal Instagram. It's GustaBus35. You can see, go see some pictures there, but I may also I'll post them when I post the video and get that finished. But we got a whole video documented because people always say you can see a picture of all the tables filled with cookies, right? And be like, wow, it's a lot of cookies. And yes, we baked them all in a day. But it's another thing to see the operation and, and see how that actually unfolds, how we go here. You know, it's almost like the hard knocks, but with cookies. And that's what we're getting. Um, well, I don't want to oversell it. But Cookie Day happened. I'm making a video about it. It's awesome. That's what Cookie Day is. And then we distribute the cookies. Everyone brings containers. We make plates for friends and family and whatnot. Uh, and and it's, a, it's a tradition that I think more people should adopt. Because you've heard about cookie exchanges, and that's cool. But there's something about getting together and, and having this, you know, you're like, we need to bake as many cookies as possible. We have 13 different types of cookies now. And we grew to this point. We didn't always do it. But I think I've already talked about Cookie Day maybe last week sometime. So I don't want to overdo the Cookie Day talk. But uh, I would love to hear about any of your Thanksgiving traditions. Uh, I guess that counts as one of mine. No, it doesn't. Uh, or anything funny that happened to you over Thanksgiving. Uh, another news, Enid, Oklahoma officially lit the world's tallest Christmas tree. That's right, Enid, Oklahoma, town of 50,000 has the world's largest Christmas tree, and it's incredible. It's 140 feet, almost double that in Rockefeller Center. And you say, why? And that's kind of what I say, but Enid apparently says, why not? Do you got some prominent business people and organizations coming together to be like, you know what, we want to we wanna set up a Christmas celebration called The One, bringing back to the true meaning of Christ, Christmas, which is Christ, and... Um, you know, our, our Lord and Savior being born into this world. And we want the centerpiece to be something immaculate, something the likes this community has never seen. And so they shipped a 140 foot tall Christmas tree to Enid. They did a big lighting with fireworks this last week. It'll be up through Christmas. So if you have a, if you needed a reason to go to Enid, there's a reason there. They got an ice, uh, ice skating rink right next to it. It's pretty cool. It is well worth the drive. Enid doing big things. I, I don't even understand. But it's doing. I'll put the uh, well. Now they should have articles documenting, and you can see it. It's it is incredible. And if you go visit it, I I do need to say you don't just want to stand back. You want to walk up next to it to really get perspective on how tall it is. And then the ornaments are so big, and then all the bundles of wires that come out of the that are near the trunk coming out of the bottom for the lights. It is insane. It's wild, but super super cool. Really cool thing. Go check it out. Highly. Highly recommend it. Um, it's it just it's just incredible. But uh, yeah, who would have who would have who would have thought? It's funny. I was talking to someone and they were like, they're like Enid. They have they have trees that tall. And I was like, uh, no, definitely not. First of all, if they did, whoa. But no, no, no. We shipped. They shipped that from or they got that from Northern California. And, and you might say, oh, they wouldn't cut down a tree. Well, I'm pretty sure the tree was scheduled to be cut down. And so they were like, how about we just buy this and we'll use it? So making use. Another man's trash. One man's trash. Another man's treasure. What do you know? All right, let's close out this dose of weird with a hilarious story that might uh, might have been the title. I don't know what the title's going to be. But it is uh, Mammograms and Monograms. All right, um, mammogram, that's a, that's a boob test that women have to get to check for breast cancer once they hit a certain age. All right, that's out of my wheelhouse. Monogram 
is in you know basically embroidering something a you can monogram a towel a jacket a, a, a laptop case whatever for your shoes I guess maybe I don't know pants but that's you know you get your name on it or whatever the company's logo or something and it's you but usually it's like you know when, when everyone the graduation gift in high school which I'm still salty I didn't get some but monogram towels I think I got a monogram laundry bag and it was super cool but you know, isn't that like, well, doesn't everybody get like 1500 towels when they graduate high school and they're all have their name on it. And I, I get, I guess I get that it was cliche, but, and, and a part of me was looking forward to getting some nice towels with my name on it. And I guess everyone had the same thought when getting me gifts of like, Oh man, like everyone's probably going to get them towels. So I'm not going to get them towels. And then nobody got me towels. Uh, I know, woe is me, poor little me. What am I going to do without towels with my name on it? Oh, what is my narcissist self going to do? Oh, narcissistic. What am I going to do, right? I mean, as a narcissist, I love myself naturally more than anyone else and uh, more than anyone else can even. So, you know, that just, it really, really cut me deep. Uh, it, it took I took that personally that they wouldn't think of me when getting something for me that would also help me focus on me because it's all about me, right? No, it's, it's fine though. But we were, I was talking with my mom and sister and we're sitting there talking and my mom's showing, she, she got some monogrammed towels and she, for, for our niece, she was like, Oh yeah, check out these towels. I got her name on it and got this and got all. And my sister goes, Oh sweet mammogram towels. And we just stop and look at her. And I'm, I'm putting lights on the tree. And, and we go, what did you just say? And she goes, that's what, it, that's what it's called, right? Mammogrammed. And we bust out laughing because we're like, no, that's the boob exam. I mean, in some sense, I guess technically a towel could provide a mammogram when it's wrapped around your body. But like, no, not quite best part about this story she then so we we tell her no it's monogrammed not mammogram close close uh but 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 very very different it's one of those things where it's like you're one let it's like two versus two right versus two and we're there there and there i mean what what are we saying at this point <laughs> and it's monogrammed versus mammogrammed but then she tells us oh I've been saying that for years at this point, which then leads me to believe, wow, either A, there's a few few ways this go. You either have bad friends who are just laughing at you silently and or behind your back. I can't believe she says mammogram. That's hilarious. Uh, or you have friends that are um, just as ignorant as you are and are like, oh, yeah, mammogram. Uh -huh. And then you are spreading Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to use some news terms. You're spreading the disinformation, the misinformation of monogram versus mammogram. You got people out there going, talking about mammograms, probably getting slapped by women because, oh, I like that mammogram jacket. And they, excuse me, what? When your mama teach you any manners? Um, I like to go with, I like to go with that one. That's a little bit more fun of a fun, uh, rabbit hole, if you will, is that <laughs> you, your mammogram. Uh, you're, you're talking about mammograms. It's like Will Smith in the movie Wild Wild West when uh, they both dress up and the other guy dresses up and he dresses up as a girl, a big-breasted girl, and it turns out 
an identical big breasted girls at this party and he goes over and drums on her boobs and it's hilarious. Um, but, <laughs> and it's actually not the guy dressed up as a woman. So same with mammogrammed. So spread the word mammogram, get your mammogram towels, mammogram jackets. Um, I've never seen mammogram socks. I'd like to get some mammogram socks with my name just right, you know, right on the ankle right there or even across. You know, people get the tattoo like along the arch or the side of their foot. Get that on my sock, right? Um, I guess, or if I got my name on my foot, would that be my, would that be a mammogram foot at that point in time? In point, point in time? I don't know. What would, I think the best one, mammogrammed bra. Somebody do that. Maybe I should do that for my wife. Go get her a mammogrammed bra. Because that could be a thing. I don't know. A bra that checks you for cancer. But maybe the scanners they put in that give you cancer. They find out 25 years. What a twist that would be. Holy cow. But we are way too far down this rabbit hole. I've been talking about mammograms way too much. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll, I got to go ask the Lord for forgiveness uh, after this. But okay. So that's the first part of the story, right? Sisters out here calling calling embroidered stuff. Or calling monogram stuff mammogram stuff. Um, just <laughs> wildin'. Then, at cookie day, my aunt proceeds to tell me that when she was younger, and someone told her, hey, you know, you have to start getting, you need to start getting your, your, your mammograms regularly or yearly or by whatever, twice a year. And so she goes and she's like, okay, and goes to call her doctor's office and she's, she's to schedule an appointment. Well, you know, they pick up, say hello, so-and-so's doctor's office. She says, hi, it's, my name's this, I'm this old, and I want to schedule uh, a monogram. And so the doctor proceeds to tell them that they don't do that service there and, that, and gives her a name of a seamstress in the area that she can go see to get uh, whatever she needs monogrammed, monogrammed, which left my aunt wildly perplexed as to um, why a seamstress would be doing an examination for breast cancer, um, and, but also a little bit nervous because seamstress worked with needles, and um, so maybe that was more than she bargained for, but yeah, gotta love it. Um, that's how you know we're all related. We got one person calling monogram stuff mammogram, and the other one trying to schedule a monogram at her <laughs> doctor's office. Incredible, but I mean, we've all, we all make those mistakes. I know I misuse words all the time. Uh, what, just... Two minutes ago, what was I talking about? And I didn't know what word it was. I can't even remember now. And I said two different words. So what are some, uh, throw that in a comment, in a review, or send in a message, voice message, email, whatever. And let me know. I want to know what is something that you have misspoke about. And um, I know one of the most common things that happens is, is lyrics and songs. People confuse those all the time. My wife is the worst. She's like, I don't even understand lyrics. It's hilarious. And but some miss miss uh, sung lyrics that maybe you were singing for years, and then someone's like, "No, it actually says this," and you're like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" Uh, like there's a famous video of the Frank Ocean one, "A potato flew across my room," and I don't even know what the real lyric is. That's all I know. I don't listen to Frank Ocean, I guess, but I guess no, I definitely don't. But yeah, mammogram, mammogram. Now, uh, what's a mammogram? I don't know. <laughs> Now we're making up words again. Get your mammograms right here on the... Actually, I'm not going to say that. Do not go here. Go to a licensed professional. Consult your doctor before um, trying to receive your mammogram. Don't ask me what it is. I, I don't know. Um, it just It's the newest pharmaceutical commercial. The list of side effects I'll post in the description. Leave that for you to decide. All right. 
I said that was maybe going to be it, but I actually just remembered one hilarious thing that happened that I have to cover. So last episode, two episodes ago, oh no, it won't be two episodes, whatever, last week, I talked about my crazy Facebook, I talked about the wire, okay, talked about hitting that Facebook wire, um, and it's that's Facebook Marketplace, for those of you who didn't listen to it, go listen to that, that episode, that's episode 248, I'll drop a link to that in the description, so you can go check it out for yourself, but I recently sold uh, the Red Bandit, my 06 uh, Red Honda Civic Legend, and 100, had 198,000 miles on it, didn't quite get to 200k, but... We got close. We did all right. Uh, amazing, wonderful car. The Red Bandit was was a real trooper, and so I, I sold it, and it had been it had been sold. Now we're on. We're well. The, as of recording this, it's a week, right? But yesterday marks a week from the day I sold it. Well, Sunday evening, I'm hanging out, and if you've done the wire, once you sell something, the messages, all those messages get archived, and guess what? People quit messaging you. Well. A week after the fact, someone uh, decides to follow up message me. A week later, they, they, they go back, whatever happened to that uh, person I messaged? And so they, they message me and say, how much you sold it for, and don't spell out the word, if don't mind me asking. So asking, sorry. So, you know, they're, they're a real, they're a scholar. Um, I think this person is actually an English teacher, but to give you context of what kind of offer this was, when I first just saw the preview message show up and I was like, Oh, I wonder if it was one of the people who was like, we're coming to look at it that night, but it sold before they were able to come see it or something like that. No, this was some jackahoo that really had no business being in the talks. So they offered me their, their initial inquiry. You know, they didn't even ask if it's available nothing like that. They just sent me. A number said 1800 and that's what they sent me. And at that point, so to give you perspective, I'd asked 3000 for the car and I was getting inundated with messages constantly. I mean, the lowest I would have considered after all those messages and offers was probably 2500 And I came out looking good, got 28 for it. It was great. But I mean, I was getting people that, you know, 27, 2800, a couple of offers for full price and like, you know, a bunch of people offering me um, or just asking what's your lowest dollar, which by the way, that was a pro tip. I talked about it on that episode, but I'll just reiterate it here. If you find yourself on the wire and a bunch of people are saying, what's your bottom dollar? What's your bottom dollar? Don't give them your bottom dollar. Don't even give them the number. You respond back with a question and to, 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 you need a captain Phillips them instead look at me. I'm the captain now. That's what you need to do. And they, um, and you do that by just saying, what's your best offer? What are they willing to give? Are they a serious buyer, right? And they super lowball you, say, buy, no thanks. But anyways, he says that, and I just say, at this point, I, I, I was, this was early on, too, in the rat race that was uh, the purchase of the Red Bandit. So this was maybe day one or two, probably day one of posting it, because I didn't have that many messages yet. I said, nope, I've got 20 other inquiries. And that was the end of the conversation. Then all this, that was on, geez, November 18th. Then on Sunday of this week, he sends how much you sold it for. If don't mind me asking, like, I don't know, maybe he's trying to see, Oh, could I have gotten it? You know, could, was it 1900? Was it 2000, 2100? No, bro. It was a thousand more than you were even giving me. I'm not going to give you the time of day. Well, instead of just neither not responding or, um, 
just saying, oh, saying, no, uh, I'm not going to tell you how much I sold it for. Or saying, 2800 Sounds like it was out of your ballpark, bud. And being a little bit presumptuous there. I, being the Hanyak that I am, and with the help of always listener, sometimes guest, Connor, had the brilliant idea to go all out and take this opportunity to tell a little story, have a little fun, stretch those creative muscles of mine, and um, really just go over the top in a very hyperbolic, satirical way, roundabout way, hopefully get the message that, bro, what are you doing? Why are you messaging this person a week later? I guess you're curious and there's no chance, but I can't take anyone who says, who doesn't spell out the word you and just puts the letter when when they're sending a message after they gave me a crazy lowball offer, like I I just have no respect for you at this point, um, at least not on the wire. Look, the wires wild wild west. You have to prove yourself, and um, you have to earn every bit of respect you get. I mean, not that I'm talking. I have apparently two two star ratings. I don't have enough to be for it to be made public, but I guess I pissed some people off in the past uh, so much so that they rated me badly. But if you haven't heard, I've had other wire interactions. Where I got hundreds of messages and what's a guy supposed to do about that if it sells and I didn't get to 40 messages and you're upset. But uh, that's why when you're on the buying end and say that happens to you, give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe if it was a really, really good deal, that wire is hot. I mean, hot. Hot enough. Like, like, if we're talking hot wires, we're talking hot enough to kill an elephant. All right. That, that's the kind of heat that was moving through those that wire, all right? So anyways, I got creative, and we put together a nice little story to tell him about the adventure that was because it was a debacle, right? It wasn't this debacle I'm about to tell, this fantasy debacle, but it might as well have been. I would have preferred this fantasy debacle to what, the, to what real life was, and they say truth is stranger than fiction, but not in this case because this fiction is very strange. So here's my fun answer. That I went with, and that uh, my troll, my troll self, being a full, going full Hanyak. This is what it looks like. I said, "Let me tell you about my journey to Oz that was selling this car that hopefully won't be undone if I click my heels three times and say there's no car like the Red Bandit." Five people showed up at the same time. It turned into an all-out bidding war, the likes of which I have never seen, and that went well beyond cash. I got offered a bespoke suit by one guy who was a tailor, a replica signed Flava Flav chain clock by another, and a Frenchman offered me a chain link from the Pont d'Art bridge in France that people put locks on. He even had a certificate of authenticity for it. Needless to say, it got wild, and as I'm sure you can guess, I went with the offer of 5k cash from a shoemaker named Geraldo, who showed up right at the last second. So I told everyone else to beat it. Geraldo even threw in the nicest pair of penny loafers that have ever graced these feet, and I now have a shoe guy, but more importantly, I now have a new friend. And that is how you answer the simple, annoying, week-later question of how much you sold it for, don't mind me asking. You spin a web of a story, the likes of which that man or woman has never seen before. Uh, they read the message. Almost immediately, I got no response. I'm assuming the message was made clear that I, um, yeah, that this is this is pointless what we're doing. By and just like this story that I decided to web up and spend 20 minutes creating was pointless because you wasted my time. I'm gonna waste yours, and I don't think I actually ended up wasting that time. That was that was some creative flow that we came up with, and I appreciate. But uh, just in case you didn't know, bespoke. 
suit is a fully custom suit. They're usually a few thousand dollars. Um, and yes, you heard it right. It was a replica sign, Flava Flav chain clock. Um, so it's funny. Uh, this was pointed an observation by Connor, but he said it was funny that it was a replica chain clock that Flava Flav signed instead of just a legitimate or <laughs> an authentic one. Uh, and then, uh, and then we got real creative with, you know, I, I, I always like being able to use terms like a Frenchman, <laughs> the name of Jacques Joaquin. No, <laughs> I didn't do any names, but yeah, we were just trying to think of off the wall stuff that might be valuable, but you have no way of knowing what the actual value is outside of the bespoke suit. That was just a funny one off the wall, but a chain link, not a lock from the Pont des Art bridge. In France, that's the bridge where everyone puts the locks of, and you know, the lovers go and they put a lock on the bridge and it's covered in locks. And so this man secured a chain link legally. So because he has a certificate of authenticity that he offered it to me, but, uh, I would have definitely much preferred that craziness to the craziness that I experienced. So yeah. Do you have any great troll moments like this? I would love for you to share them. Or if you just want to send it to me and I'll read it on the podcast, I can do that. Um, I might post this the screenshots from this, but yeah, if it had been like the next day or a couple days later where he's like, Hey, how much did you sell it for? But a whole week, like it's dead and gone, man. I didn't even realize you could still message me. I thought Facebook bounced me from all those message threads. They archived them. So I can't find them. Thank goodness. But that's what it is. So, all right, that's where we're going to wrap up this dose of weird turned into a lot more than I thought it was going to be. I honestly thought we were going to be at a 20 minute episode and then stuff keeps coming. The juices took a minute to get flowing, but you know, um, all, even though uh, I am unfortunately, I say unfortunately, vaccinated, I did get COVID first. And I think they can allow an exception since I am now, as so, as many people would call it, an anti-vaxxer. Um, at least in the sense of as we know it nowadays. So I think I could still be eligible for Alpha Delta Omicron. So check your eligibility. If you are vaccinated, there is, there is, is there's some extra hoops you have to go through. But it, like I said, it's coming this spring. So we, and, and they're working out all those details. So come New Year's, be on the lookout, Alpha Delta Omicron. Um, that's the house that I'm rushing. You should rush that too. It is for men and women because, you know, in our, in our day and age, we, we believe in full equity and also men can be women, women can, women can be men. So it's actually just, we're just going to call it a Greek house. It's not even a, a frat or it's going to be a fror, fror, forority house or a, um, uh, oh man. Sorternity house, um, one or the other. Which one should it be? Because we're trying to just blend things together. We, you know, we don't want to be sexist here, because um, we're not, we're not, we're not. You know, we're not looking at vaccination. We're not doing any of that. It was the unvaccinated, the anti-maskers, none of that. We don't want to have any real requirements outside of um, not being vaccinated and also n- not wearing masks. If you, because if, if you get caught wearing a mask, actually, um, they will kick you out. Of, of the of the fraority. So, anyways, be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for the video for Cookie Day, Carvana, all those videos coming up. Uh, make sure you're subscribed on the YouTube channel. Um, that'll do it for this episode of the Rambling Viking Podcast. So, thank you so much for being a part of the Hanya Accord. If you're new here, welcome to the Hanya Accord. First link in the description is always to the website. And that's where you can follow us on social, get a hold of us, send in any of your thoughts, your ideas, anything like that. Uh, I would really love to make merch. Uh, that looks like, uh, you know, you know, Rush and Alpha Delta Omicron and have that. And 
Uh, <laughs> oh man. And do that and make merch like that. I don't have merch yet. I have a bunch of ideas. So if you, if you have any insight or want to help me start up a merch store and just make small, small batches of merch, I'm all in on that. Would love any advice you have. Even if just stickers, really, I think stickers is the way to go, at least for now. And then we'll see if we get big. Remember to like, share, leave a review. That helps apparently with the algorithm and whatnot. And as always, please send in any and all of your thoughts on anything and everything we talked about today. Don't forget to um, always, um, if once you if you are a lady and if you are of a certain age, I don't know the age, look it up for yourself, to get your um, regular monograms. And also, if you're a graduating senior, I good good luck. I hope you I hope you get some mammogram towels. Unlike unlike me, I, I never got any mammogram towels. I'm real disappointed by it. But that does it for this episode of the Rambling Viking Podcast. That is my Norwegian goodbye, and this is your head Honyuk signing off. <laughs>